Welcome to The Roles We Are Given, a podcast that critically analyzes queer representation in media. Today's episode, we're going to be kind of shouting out our favorite queer, ca- yeah, our queer characters in sitcoms. So mine, I'm obviously going to talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine because oh. that's one of my favorite sitcoms and it has a lot of representation as of late. Mm-hmm. And um, also shout out One Day at a Time because that's oh, a good one. I know. I'm so sad they canceled. We don't talk about that. I know. Uh, guys. <laughs> ah, guys, watch it so we can get it back. Like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to talk about, Axel? I am talking about um, primarily Oscar from The Office Mm. um, and maybe a little bit of Titus Andromedon from Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, I have seen Kimmy Schmidt. (laughs) Okay. excited. So I guess I'll start off with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So obviously in the first episode, we're introduced to like Raymond Holt, who is the captain of the Nine-Nine precinct, Mm -hmm. and he is very openly gay. And it, he doesn't come across as the stereotypical gay character. And so the main character kind of jokes about it. And then he's like, wait, you are gay? And he's like, yeah, I am. I am married. I have a husband. <laughs> and so, and he is clearly a character on all of the episodes because he is the captain of the precinct. Oh, yeah. And then last season... One of the main characters, Rosa Diaz, she comes out as bi, mm-hmm. and it's not a big deal for the precinct. She comes out, and everyone's like, ooh, cool, yeah, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you can have girlfriends, too. Um, but it is a big deal when she comes out to her parents. Yeah, which is hard. Yeah, yeah. and um, the main character also, he gives this big speech about what it means to be bi, but then he's like, okay, now you do it. And she's like, uh. <laughs> uh yeah. There's there's a huge thing with the fandom that basically everyone thinks that the main character is. Andy Samberg's character is bi as well because he uh, mentions how hot guys are a lot. <laughs> and he's and obviously he married yeah. to um, Amy now. Mm. And he doesn't know he's bi. No, no. Yeah, it's the That's, funniest thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> um, and so Rosa, with the help of the main character, comes out to her parents, and it takes a while for them to warm up to it. Mm-hmm. But overall, it turns out okay, and they still have their awkward board game nights together now. Yeah. And in this season, she's had a few girlfriends and kind of... She's very private as a character, uh, as a whole. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, no one knows where she lives. Like, mm-hmm. when they go to her apartment once, she moves immediately afterwards. <laughs> She's like, no one must know anything about my life. <laughs> like, all you know are lies. Um, <laughs> she's just a very interesting character. And so <laughs> have adding this queer aspect to her character line is amazing yeah and I love I feel like it gained a lot of attraction towards the show too like I just I know like Rosa as the bi character and like 
how she's so badass about it, too. And she's like, so badass. And then there's, like, oh, my God, I saw this Tumblr post. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and it was just, like, all the potential girlfriends were like, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So. Well, for um, one of the episodes, I think it was the episode that she directed she came out with like a fake script where she was dating Gina, which is one of the other characters. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. That's amazing. And everyone just supported it and we're like, okay, yep. Like, okay, awesome. Sounds good. So yeah, I've definitely seen the the clip of Rosa trying to come out to her parents. It was mm-hmm. like at dinner. Or something yeah. like that. And then she's like, I'm married to Jake. Yeah. <laughs> and on top <laughs> of that, something. like, um, she was, like, playing Pictionnaire or something. <laughs> that was at board game night. Yeah. When she's all, she's like, like, when her her uh, card, I think it was, like, married or in love mm-hmm. and something, and she puts two girls, and the parents are like, friends. Best friends. Friends. <laughs> Sisters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was literally like, oh, that's a big mood right there. Yeah, but when she tries to come out to her parents at dinner, she, like, goes with Jake, who is the main character, and um, she's like, yeah, she tries to say it, and then she goes, Jake and I are dating or something, and then Jake has, like, a picture of him and Amy on his phone, and everyone's like, mm. <laughs> Oh, the struggles of coming out, honestly. Yeah. And it, it it makes sense because she she does come from a Latino background, so, mm-hmm. of course, the views of, like, um, LGBTQ is kind of a lot more conservative there, so... I feel like that that really hits it, like, on the spot when it comes to realness of um, struggling with that sexuality. So, like, good job, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love that so much. Um, But, yeah, following after yours, I do have, like, my own little Latino character. Her name is, uh, her name, his name is Oscar Martinez. Uh, Oscar San Juan Martinez, um, and he is a character in The Office. Um... He's an accountant within the office, and, like, he was pretty, like, low-key about it. He didn't want to make it a big deal until he was unwillingly outed by his boss, Michael. And then... Awesome. It was such a like, awkward, like, exchange. And, like, everyone didn't, you know... Everyone's like, okay, cool, he's gay, you know? But, like, Michael being, like, the boss that tries to, you know, blow things up, and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I <laughs> There's a part, there's a part where he tries to apologize, and he's like, here, let me just kiss you. <laughs> what? And Oscar's like, I have no, never thank seen you. the office people. <laughs> I'm very confused. Oscar's like, no thanks, no, you're you're good, Michael, I, I forgive you. <laughs> I'm very concerned. It was, um, it was kind of a, you know, a little... Harassy, but otherwise, like yeah. But throughout the show, like again, he's not like your stereotypical gay person. Um, he's pretty low key about it. Um, however, he does get into a lot of drama with his coworker Angela, <laughs> um, be, like because they are accountants within the same little corner, and so they have like a good like they have a nice friendship. Um, I think like when Angela gets pregnant, he ends up being the godfather. Of, um, I don't know why you're looking at me like I should no, know no, this. No, no, I was just trying to, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, I have look not back watched at the it. Office. But, like, it's funny because Angela's pretty, like, Christian. So, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, finding that, like, cute, like, connection between them. Like, they're able to be friends even if, like, their differences are pretty there. Um, <laughs> later on in the series, I think. So, Angela's, uh, like, let's say, I, 
I would say husband, but like fake husband too. The fake husband's gay, and he's in a relationship with Oscar, but Angela's dating the fake husband, so, like, and they're, like, in this weird triangle of, like, hidden, like, <laughs> relationships, and then Angela's, all, like, not in love with the fake husband, he's actually in love with Dwight, so, like, they're just trying to keep, like, everything, like, you know, in order, and, like, but obviously it kind of blows up in their face, um, but I love, I love, I love his character, because, like, He's not, like, a main character. He's a good side character, and I really like that about it, too. Um, and you don't really know, like... You know, you don't really know that he's gay until... Until, like, he's outed. And even throughout the whole series, just... He's just pretty cool about it. Like, and everybody else is pretty cool about it. Um, there's some... Of course... Okay, so this... Like, The Office was, like, filmed way back when. Like, the early 2000s. Late mid-2000s. So, I feel like it accurately portrayed what it felt like to be a openly gay man within that time era. Where it's kind of, like, a little odd, but we're slowly getting there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, obviously today we're still facing problems, but, like... I found that a pretty progressive way to portray a person within that time. Mm-hmm. So, like, good job, Office. <laughs> oh, does your character live? Character? Yeah. Rosa Diaz? Yeah. I don't think she can die, so... <laughs> no, she lives. Um, Oscar almost dies a couple times. <laughs> he falls through a roof once. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so otherwise, yeah, I like I like it. Um, yeah, what, what's your next little... Bit. I'm gonna do one day at a time because I recently watched that. I binged it. It's yeah. on Netflix, um, and it's about a Cuban family. So they basically all live together in this apartment, and Schneider comes in, and he's kind of comedic relief. And so the character I want to specify is the daughter of the main character, so Elena, and she comes out as gay first to her boyfriend at the time actually and he's totally okay with it he's like yeah like I totally support you you're still awesome and um then she comes out to like her mom and eventually her grandma and the mom doesn't take it that well she does to her face Mm -hmm. she's very supportive to her face but in the background you can see her not deal with it like she goes out with one of her queer friends to try and understand That's like good though yeah no I love uh, that how to deal with having a daughter who is queer mm-hmm. and her uh, her grandma takes it very well <laughs> <laughs> which is surprising because the entire um, season this is in season one she's very conservative and mm. Elena's very proactive activist and she's like, no, Elena, you have to, this specific version of yourself, you have to be to, like, show to God that you're worthy of him and mm. all this different things and then she kind of works it out for herself. She's like, Very well, quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. In a matter of, like, 20 seconds. Yeah. It's just so fun. I love that clip so much. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, uh, like, the Bible doesn't like gay people, but also um, God wants us to love all our neighbors and everything. And so if God made her gay, then I guess I love her. Yeah, it's and like, like I, okay, she's gay, I love her. And it's like, God's not wrong. Yeah. So, oh, yes, I guess I should love her. Okay, good. And then she, like, she does, like, this breath thing. She's like, yeah. okay. 
And then the mom's just sitting there like, what is going on? <laughs> what just happened? And the mom's like, uh-oh, I still have to deal out everything. And the mom even goes like, does your boyfriend know you're gay? And she's like, yeah, he's totally fine with it. I came him. Like, the first, the first person. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, and the brother... He's the younger brother. He's totally fine with it. I think, I believe he's the first one that finds out. Oh. I believe. And then Schneider, the landlord, finds out. And then the mom's, like, one of the last people. And so I think that's also another reason why she took it kind of hard. Because she's like, oh, my gosh, everyone else is taking it totally fine. Yeah. And, like, I just found out. And yeah, it's like, and then there's always, like, that level of, like, like why didn't she trust me enough to... Yeah, you know, which sucks. Which is kind of, like, heartbreaking, but mm-hmm. it's always hard to come out to, like, the closest people Yeah. to you. But, yeah. But the part that really got me, because, like, I don't cry very much during shows, mm-hmm. and it was during the season finale, so this is kind of a spoiler, mm-hmm. but it's during her quince, and her grandma is... Again, very traditional. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, you have to have a quince, even though Elena didn't want one. Yeah. And you have to, like, follow these specific rules, um, the court and everything. And so the grandma is making a dress for Elena. And she's like, okay, I'll know when it's the perfect dress because you're going to cry at the side of it. So she keeps bringing these awesome, like, intricate dresses. Oh. And then Lena keeps going, like, yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, that works perfect. Mm. And then the grandma's like, no, it's not perfect. You're not mm. crying. Exactly. Like, this is not the right dress. Grandma's trying so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the last second, right before her quince, the grandma brings out a suit. And then Elena starts crying. And then I started crying. My heart. And oh, my gosh. It's a beautiful moment. It's like true acceptance. True acceptance it's from so the person you'd least expect it from. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but it even gets worse, like within her. Well, not worse, but sad. Yeah. Sadder in her quinceanera. Quince's. Because because her, her dad doesn't really accept um, her being gay. He thinks it's a phase, and everything, and he doesn't want to see her quince ruined because she's queer. And so um, he actually leaves before the father-daughter dance. Mm. And so everyone is looking for him, and his seat is empty. And so everyone dances with her instead of him. Mm. It's very sad. I love that, though. Yeah. I just, oh, family. The heart of family. But I I noticed that the three characters that we talked about so far are of Latino descent, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's just having, like, people of color and queer being represented within, like, these shows really shows, like, how much uh, we've progressed as, like, uh, at least for entertainment, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously... We're starting. We're starting, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's still, like, uh, holes we need to cover and jump over and stuff, but, like, I feel like we're doing pretty good in terms of showing, like, you know, minority. Oh, also, yes. another thing... Yes. Um, Elena's, like, partner is non-binary. And so there's this whole part, so they use they, them, and they're like, okay, yeah, I'm your partner, but I don't love the, like, label as girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. And so Schneider, the landlord, comes in, and he's like, okay, we are going to find (laughs) the perfect name for you two. (laughs) And he goes through a bunch of names, and they finally, um, the person's name is Sid. 
And so they come up with significant others. I love that. <laughs> ah! And they're very Genius. cute. Yes. I love it. That's, that, like, see, honestly, and then that, that just introduces a new way to handle, like, non-binary people. Yeah. You know? So it you can make it fun. You can make it, like you know, comfortable for people who aren't, like, really used to that. Yeah. You know, so I, ah, man, good job. Oh, wait, does she die? (laughs) (laughs) Elena does not die. (laughs) No. Great. (laughs) Even though the show is canceled. Yeah, so technically, rest in peace, but. Yeah, but she's still with her significant other. Love it. They're both going to rallies and. Marches oh. and they're real cute. But yes, um, I guess I'm gonna talk about one more person. Okay. Yeah, I got Titus and Dramadon from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and this this dude, super stereotypically gay, but like he's a queen, <laughs> so I can't. You can't say nothing about that. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, basically. This is uh, Titus and Jamadon, portrayed by Titus Burgess, uh, amazing singer, amazing performer. Um, but like in high school, he was straight. He was a football player. He was a football player, and like you know, uh, he had wanted to go to prom with like this girl, and then like they were gonna be like prom king and queen. Um, but then uh, after that, like. <laughs> I think he, like, got so nervous of being straight. Like, there was a scene where he was, like, sweating so hard. (laughs) He's just like, I can't be this way anymore. And and then, like, he comes out to his family and, like, where was it? It Was it in church? I I forget, but it was a family gathering. And then he's like, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) And back now he's a bald person now. But back then he had this, like, fro. That was the funniest thing. Wasn't he engaged, too, or something? Yeah. Ah! It's like, okay, yeah. And then, so then he goes out to New York and wants to be a, a Broadway musical star. Yes. And auditions for Lion King. Okay, um, my favorite episode is the one where, like, he gets into Cats. Yes. And then Cats is, a, like, not a musical. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is all the rejected people. We all just come together and perform as cats. I love it. And it's just... Cats. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and so he does this home, like, solo, and they're like, wow, so good. And they're like, okay, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, no, but honestly, I feel like this person, Titus Andromedon, is such a power move in terms of representation within the community, too, because he's, like, just out there, and <laughs> I, like, I just love, I just love what he's able to present, like, um, he did. He he did like a bunch of uh, Beyonce uh, uh, <laughs> covers. So good. And then um, I think he's kind of in cahoots with. Um, oh, not anymore. Look, well, now they're husbands. But like, uh, they when they first met this construction worker named Mikey, mm-hmm. like they had a funny relationship too. Like Mikey is um, also gay, but like not your stereotypical gay. Uh, pretty manly. So then, like, there's, like, a struggle between both of them because, like, Mikey's like, man, I, like, I don't know. And then Titus like, come on, honey. Like, it's, like, it. so, the, like, there's, like, a struggle between that, but they end up, like, you know, uh, making amends and being really happy. And it's just, like, really cute. And um, I just, I love, I just love Titus. Like, he's just a really fun dude to be around. And, like, he's kind of just, like, pretty ditzy, too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's, like... Oh, that, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, 
he's like the token gay character, and I know that when we were looking, when we're analyzing <laughs> into that, like we try to like make sure that you know it's not because when we when we see token gay characters, it's sometimes negatively viewed. Mm-hmm. But like Titus pr- works it pretty well, so like. He owns the show. Oh, it's sh- yeah, it's definitely shameless. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So Titus Andromedon is a queen, a person of color, a proud black male uh, who is very in touch with his feminine side. And he comes from the South, so he knows how to deal with conservative people. Titus goes to work for Jacqueline because she becomes his agent or yeah. something. And then he, <laughs> there's like a part, I don't remember what the context is, but he goes, I'm gay. And she goes, I know, that's how you end every voicemail. <laughs> okay, guys, so we're going to wrap it up. Um, again, if you guys want to check out these shows that do represent people of color, uh, yeah, today's episode is pretty people of color centric too, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy about that. But uh, you had... Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is on NBC, mm-hmm. and uh, One Day at a Time, which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then I had The Office uh, with Oscar Martinez, and then The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt with Titus Andromedon. Which is also on Netflix. Yes, so go ahead and check those out if you guys are interested in seeing their characters and how they are represented in the media. Thanks for listening to the roles we were given, and, and we're, we're gay! gay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye.